You are now listening to Changing Lives, a podcast presented by Mount Gilead Full Gospel International Ministries, hosted by co-pastor Elena Robertson. Welcome to Changing Lives. We are changing lives with the Word of God. Thank you for tuning in once again, and we're just excited about sharing the Word of God with you today. It is going to be life-changing, and my prayer is that you'll receive every bit of it so that God can get the glory in your life. And um, so we're going to talk about power. And I say to you, more power to you, okay? And so we want the power of God to flow in our lives. And we certainly need to have something that's constant, something that's more powerful than all the things that we're dealing with in this earth realm. We need God's power. And um, and so our apostle, Apostle Leroy Thompson, uh, our bishop, Bishop Daniel Robertson, has been admonishing us uh, to flow and the supernatural, because we are supernatural beings and God has equipped us and empowered us to operate in that. And so as I share with you today, dealing with power, um, my prayer is that you will make whatever adjustments you need to make, that you be encouraged, that you get some fire behind you, that you grab the power and allow it to uh, flow in your life, be manifested in your life, because that's what it's all about as being a Christian, being a child of God. God wants to use us for his glory. And so it's not just using our power, you know, because our power falls short, you know, and I think many of us you know, can attest it if we be honest with ourselves and we go and we look through our lives and even in recent accounts, uh, uh, situations, we can look to see where we didn't have enough power to do what we, we needed to help us get the victory in whatever area. But if we go back and we look at all the areas that we receive victory in our lives and that we're able to touch people's lives in such a uh, great way is that that's when we yielded to the power of God. And so, um, so I want to encourage you today, open up your hearts to receive. I want to start out with the scripture from 1 Corinthians 2, 4. And this is Paul talking about his experience. Paul, of course, he, um, before he became a Christian, before he gave his life to the Lord, he uh, was the, the Pharisees of all Pharisees. Uh, he persecuted the church. He did all kinds of things. I mean, he, he was after uh, the Christians with a vengeance. And um, he, was, he, he did everything to the letter, letter of the law. And um, but he was he he was not saved. He had not given his life to the Lord. But once he gave his life to the Lord, God used him in such a miraculous way because Paul allowed the power of God to flow through him. There were miracles that were wrought through his hands. Um, that the the way that he ministered and 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 um, used his life tirelessly for the glory of God um, is a testament of how God can use a mere human and allow the power to flow through them in such a great way. And so this is Paul talking from out of 1 Corinthians, the second chapter, the fourth verse. And it says, my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of 
power. In the NIV version, it says, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words, but with demonstration of the Spirit's power. And that's what we want. We want a demonstration of the the power of God, the, the power of the Spirit of God, okay? And so we don't want to just rely on our own uh, intellect, our own um abilities and all that. And and it's wonderful that we have these things, but God wants to use them for his glory. So when we do things, uh, you know, and we rely on our own wisdom and, and, and our own experiences without allowing the power of God to come into flow, then we miss that change agent that uh, that power that's able to annihilate things and set things in, on course as they should be according to the will of God. And so this is what Paul is saying. He said, you know, I may have preached the word. I may be speaking to you, but it's not anything coming from my own strength, my own wisdom, but it's coming from the power of God, which means the demonstration, the active uh, power of God operative in my life. And that's what I want for myself. And I pray that's what you want for yourself, that 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 your words are not just mere words, that that uh, the things that we do in this earth are not just mere things. You know, we, we want to be set apart because the word of God says that we're not um, of this world. We may be in it, but we're not of this world. So how is it that um, we can um make a difference in such a way that it gets the world's attention, um, that we don't have to be uh, of the world. You know, we in it, but we're not of it. So being of it, it means you look just like the world, you act just like the world, you talk just like the world. Uh, if the world is depressed, you know, people that, you know, that are depressed, Christians are depressed just like the world. No, what's missing? It's the power of God operative, being operative in our lives. And so uh, we talk like the world, we talk negative like the world, we're, we're you, know, the, you know, all these different things, you know, but yet we are supposed to be influencers of the world. We're supposed to be the ones that the world is looking to for answers. Why? Because we do have the answer. But if the answer is buried, buried or uh, if the answer is camouflaged behind all of the 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 the, the countenance and character that looks just like the world, then they can't find the difference. So the so our difference, our cutting edge is the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. And so, so we want to allow the demonstration. That means that means really actually moving. That means signs, wonders, and miracles actually happening in us. Do you know that that should be our atmosphere on a daily basis, on a regular basis? Okay. It should be that we're operating and flowing in the supernatural. The, the word of God says that we're not even of this, you know, we're not of this world that, that, that we are actually, <laughs> we're just actually here as agents. Okay. And in one, in one particular um, version, it says that we are aliens. We're foreigners in this world, but why are we here? We're here because we are on assignment. And just like Jesus said, for this reason was the son of God manifested what? To destroy the works of the evil one. And do you know that Jesus passed the baton to us? Because he already finished the work. He already destroyed the works of the enemy. Now it has to just be manifested and demonstrated in our lives. Listen, when you're on your job and, 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 and somebody is in distress, they may have some things going on in their home or uh, in their bodies. Um, 
I, I, I would want to be an agent that can be able to minister to my coworker, to minister to, 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 uh, to those who are lost and to those who are hopeless, to those who are hurting, to those who are broken, um, by the demonstration of the power of God through my life. And, and now more so than ever before, that's what we need. It's not time for us to get in our little corner and get in our little groups and our little cliques where all the Christians are. It's time out now for just church. You know, now we, we got to truly be uh, bold and, and courageous enough to, to, to step out of our comfort zone. And the church can really be that comfort zone where really the church should be a training ground, should be an empowering place to equip us to go out. And so to go out to do what? To demonstrate that power. And so and so I look at Jesus' life. Jesus was our perfect example. In Hebrews 1, 3, this is what he says. And I love, I love how this explains uh, uh, Jesus' ex- assignment in, in his whole life, really. It goes on to say, who being the brightness of his glory. Whose glory? God's glory. He was the brightness of the glory of God, the, 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 the essence really of the glory of God, God's glory. And then it goes on to say the expressed image of his person. That means his character, his likeness. Jesus was the epitome of, I mean, the actual role model, the actual model of God himself. And then it says, and upholding all things by the word of his power. And so that, that just really gripped me because it let me know that there were things that, that, that through the word that, that, that spoken, that there is a language of his power that Jesus operated and flowed in. And we can go through accounts upon accounts of, of how Jesus demonstrated power. He, he, he spoke things into existence. He, 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 even in the midst of impossibility in the midst of temptation. I mean, when Satan came to tempt him, uh, in the wilderness, you know, and Satan came, he, of course, was twisting the word and all that. But Jesus knew the word because that was the 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 language of the power that he was ready to release, even in his weakest hour. And so he released uh, 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 the word. He's, he, he told a man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that shall proceed out of the mouth of God. He knew that's where his power lied. And so, and so what he did was he tapped into that power in demonstration. He showed us how to put the enemy in check when the enemy is trying to speak lies to us and, and to capture us and to steal and to kill and destroy from us. We got to put him in check. And so Jesus demonstrated the power, glory to God. And so there are times when he, when he went to feed the 5,000 and, and really was more than 5,000. It was, it was probably tens of thousands, but 5,000 where he said 5,000 men, you know, and then the children and the, and the women that were there. So it was more than that. And so, and so, but what did he do? He, he, he's, he, he released the word of his power. He had power in him to multiply glory to God and to work miracles. And that's what he did. And, you know, I think about when Jesus came into the earth and before he really began to operate and flow in, in his power, he came to, to John the Baptist. And you remember 
John the Baptist was the one who paved the way for Jesus. He was not the one, but he paved the way for Jesus. So he came before Jesus trying to prepare people to say the one, the one that, that whose shoelaces I'm not even worthy to, un, 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 to tie. He's coming. He's coming with all power in his hand. And so, so, so John the Baptist, he's out at, at, at the river and he's, and he's baptizing people. And here comes Jesus, the one that he's been preparing people for that has more power than him. And so Jesus is coming and Jesus is letting them know, I need you to baptize me. And Paul's like, no, no, no. Oh my gosh, no. You know, I'm not even worthy to do this. But but Jesus was letting them know, no, I got to do this. Why did he have to do this? Because he was going by his assignment, which was, being obedient to whatever the father told him to do. And so the father told him that he needed to be baptized. Why? Because he knew that there were certain things that had to be done in the fleshly realm in order for him to have dominion in it. Hallelujah. And we're going to talk about the different types of power. But but even in the midst of that, he, he didn't need to be baptized. He was already saturated with it. But he, he sealed the power and the authority and the dominion that God gave him through his obedience to being baptized under the hand of John the Baptist. Oh my goodness. I mean, that's a, that's a podcast in and of itself. The, the power of obedience, being obedient uh, to what God says. He, he, he didn't need to do it, but he did it because what? His father told him to do it. And there was great power in that. There was power in him submitting under his father. And so he thought it not robbery to come into this earth realm to, su- to su- submit to uh, 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 what God told him that he needed to do in order to conquer it. Glory to God. And so, so that, that, so it's power that he submitted to. And, um, and so that power has, has a, has a vernacular. It has, it has a language. That power has, has a character. That power has a submission that causes it to be at its greatest potency. Glory to God. And you know what? You know, we, we have access to that power. I mean, uh, we hear about it and uh, we learn about it in Acts 1, you know, where, where, where he told the disciples in the beginning, you know, to, to go and, and tarry in Jerusalem until you be endowed with power from on high. Glory to God. And that power was ability, was might, was dominion, was authority, glory to God, was the ability to work signs and wonders and miracles, glory to God. And so they were obedient to, to surrender under, it didn't make sense. It was something that they had never received before, but they were obedient to, to do what, what Jesus had told them to do so that they could receive that power. And so we should be too, right? So many of us that are listening to this podcast, you've been obedient to, to position yourself to receive that very same 
power. And we're going to talk about what's all in that power. But I'm here to get you to this place to recognize you already got it. Glory to God. (laughs) Hallelujah. You already got it. The word of God says that he has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. We got the power, right? So, you know, so so really it's a spin on words when I say more power to you. Really is uh, more power needs to go through us because it's already accessible to us. Glory to God. So, so I just want to encourage you to recognize that we have access, glory to God. And, and we have uh, the boldness too. And we have the confidence because in the word of God, it tells us that we have boldness, access, and confidence. Why? How? Through the faith of Jesus, through his faith, through how he walked in this earth, he snatched unto us everything that we need to be able to operate in this power. Glory to God. Hallelujah. I'm excited for you. So I want to break down these uh, four main types of power. And I want you to, to really take this as your own. So it's not just I'm teaching you about the power, but I want you to really see yourself operating in all forms of these powers that especially if you got the Holy Ghost and, and, and listen, I, I pray that you desire to receive the Holy Ghost. If you don't, he is the one that gives you power to, to overcome all the power of the enemy. What I've just preluded to, to before I'm talking to you about, before I share with you about the, the four uh, powers, main powers uh, that comes from, uh, from God. uh, uh, I've already set it up to let you see that everything that Jesus did to, to be able to have access to this power, he did it so that we could have access. See, when he, he told the disciples to tarry in Jerusalem, he passed the baton to them. And guess what? It didn't just stop back then in the day of Pentecost and we celebrate the day of Pentecost, but we don't operate and flow in that today. No, we operate and flow in that now. When when we receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we, we, we gain access to every single thing that I'm ready to share with you. But listen, if you haven't received the baptism of the Holy Spirit, Listen, all you have to do is desire to receive it and to recognize that Jesus is the one who has given us that access to the power and the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And so in this podcast, in the credits of this podcast, we're going to leave information for you to contact someone, whether it be through our church office, uh, to lead you to materials that you'll be able to to understand uh, what the Holy Spirit is. But the biggest part is it comes from God. And listen, anything that comes from God, I want it. I want everything that comes from God. And so the Holy Spirit, the power that I'm talking about comes from God. And all you got to do is desire it. Okay. And so you got to, you got to desire it and want it and recognize that it comes from God and, and, and then position yourself to be yielded to it. It's not something that you understand with your mind because this is supernatural. We're, we're supernatural, supernatural beings, right? How did we get saved? Really? That was a supernatural encounter. And, and I guarantee you, you know that you are saved, but how do you stay saved? How do you get past just the redemption of, 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 of going to hell? 
How do you have that perpetual salvation where you're here in this earth realm and you're saved from, from, from depression, you're saved from, from sickness and disease, and you're saved from, um, uh, uh, from troubles and from heartache and from shame and all those things that the enemy is constantly trying to hold us entrapped by. And so, I'm here to tell you that you have a perpetual salvation that you are only able to really lay hold of it and, and to really um, to, to really get the maximum benefit of that salvation as you are yielded to receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Why? Because he's the one that gives you power. He is our helper in this earth realm to be able to give you even the ability to be able to hold on to every promise that God gives you. Not only hold on to it, but to walk in it, to be saturated in it, to flow in it, to, to not only have it for yourself, but to administer it to to your family, to to your friends, to your coworkers, to your neighbors, to the lost that's in this earth. And so you need the Holy Ghost if you haven't received him. And so my prayer is that you desire and you, you'll position yourself to receive the Holy Ghost. But listen to this. This is what we have access to. The first one I want to talk about is the type of power. And I can go into the 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 the, the Greek um you know, and the Hebrew version of, but I'm not going to do that. I'm just, I'm just going to keep it plain and simple. All right. So, so one power is his ability. Okay. The, the power that that's full of his ability and Deuteronomy 8, 18, it says this, but you must remember the Lord, your God, for it is he who gives you power to get wealth. And another version, it says ability to get wealth. So that he may establish his covenant, which he swore to your fathers at this day. So early on, God says, listen, I give you power because I want you to get wealth. I want you to get prosperity. I want you to to flow in, 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 in these areas. What does it do? It establishes his covenant. What is it? When, when something is established, it is fixed. It is secure. It, it, it is it is here to stay and there's nothing that's going to move it. When you deal with a covenant, that's another way of saying that this is something that's locked in. It, it, God's not going nowhere. Okay. And, and, and what will keep us from going somewhere? Because a covenant requires Two people being in agreement, being locked into agreement. Now, we know God's not going anywhere. We, we know he's not a man that he shall lie. He, we know that he does not. He's not slacking his promises. He does not renege on his promises. But you know what? There's a the, the partner, which is human beings, which be us. We can we can renege on our covenant. We can waver in our covenant. We can uh, slip away and and begin to loosen our grip to that covenant that we made with God when we gave our lives to Him. When we say, God, I not only want you to be my Savior, I want you to be my Lord. That means you lead me, you guide me, you direct me every single day. And so when His covenant is established in the earth realm is, is, is only because of the power that's been given unto us to be able to lay hold to every single promise that God has given us. That's, that's how the word can say his promises in him are yea and amen, because he gives that ability for everything that he promises us. 
If he says that we, that we shall live and not die, that's a promise. If he says that he's going to bring us into the land uh, of flowing and milk and honey, that's a promise. If he says that he's going to increase us, he said in his word, he will increase us uh, uh, more and more. Even our children, that's a promise. And his promises are all in the word of God. He'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. So so his word confirms it, that yet all the promises of God are yea and amen. That means it's, it's, it's locked down, it's secure, and it's not going anywhere. So so God gives us that ability. You know, when you when you look at ability, it, it, it's something that, that you have that's beyond your own uh, ability, your own uh, 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 being able to do certain things. I mean, there's certain natural things that we can do, you know, walk and talk and move and pick up things. And we have certain strength, but then God gives us that ability that goes beyond human strength, that goes beyond human intellect, the ability that comes from God, that taps into his intellect, glory to God, that taps into his understanding, that taps into his knowledge, that supersedes our strength and and, and what we're able to do, okay? And so that's what we want. So it means capability, uh, the ability to be firm, to, um, it means vigor, uh, literally or figuratively, the capacity and the means to produce, to be fruitful. Okay. When you don't have ability, that means you're, you're stagnant. That means that you're impotent, that you're not able to, to produce and to manifest things. Okay. So, so this ability is talking about the ability to produce substance, to produce wealth. And so it's, so it's definitely, it includes the, the natural gifts, but also the supernatural gifts, the supernatural, what are the supernatural gifts? Word of knowledge, word of wisdom, you know, miracles, uh, faith, uh, um, um, healing, uh, uh, tongues and interpretations of tongues and, and discerning of spirits. All of this is for, 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 for us to be able to operate and flow in the earth rim. So God's glory can be revealed so that the, the works of the enemy can be destroyed. So it's not for our own vain glory. No, it's for the advancement of the kingdom. Glory to God. Woo. All right. So we need it. We need it because it will cause us to excel in everything that we put our hands to do. So we won't be spinning our wheels so that we won't be stagnant, so that we won't be immobile. Um, God created us that that we're always abounding. The word of God says be steadfast. Mean, mean What does that mean? Being fixed in moving forward. I mean, I know it sounds like a, 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 a oxymoron, but, but, but that's how God describes that he wants us to be. He wants us to be steady and abounding in his work, always abounding. The word of God also says that we, that we go from faith to faith and from glory to glory. That means, you know, it may, God had, we may have accomplished some things. There may have been some miraculous things that God has done in our lives, but listen, it doesn't stop there. God keeps on causing the miraculous to be released in the earth rim if we will just allow him to and recognize that we have the ability, the might, glory to God, to be able to be fruitful. So if God gives us uh, something to do, if he gives us an assignment in the earth rim, if he gives us a talent, a gift, that means we're able to be fruitful in it, not just 
peddling around, not just starting something and not finishing it. We have the ability, glory to God, through the power of the Holy Ghost. And so that's why you have to tap into it. So don't just rely on your natural ability. You know, that will only, it will take you to that place where you will fall short. When you come to the end of yourself, you you need to have the power of the Holy Spirit that will give you the ability to go past what you're able to do. That's when the favor comes in. That's when the things that you can do on your job that will set you apart from those who may not be uh, in in God, those that will cause you to to be promoted and and cause you to, to be favored, okay? And so you want to operate in that ability, God, because it gives you the power to get well. So listen, I don't hear no more hemming and hawing about how you don't have this and you don't have that. You got power. You got ability that no matter what God tells you to do, and that's the key thing. What has he told you to do? Not what you think is a good idea to do. Not what somebody else is doing. Not, you know, you got to be secure in this thing. And no, this is what God has told, has told told me to do. Okay. So now he gives me not only my natural ability, but I'm tapping into every single day. I'm not waiting for my natural ability to come to the end of itself. No, I'm, I'm waking up. I'm flowing in it 24 seven. Hallelujah. The ability of the power of the Holy ghost. So wake up in the morning, uh, 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 inviting the ability of the Holy Ghost to operate and flow in your life, to do uh, beyond what you're capable of doing. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The next um, uh, power source that I want to share with you is that authoritative power. Do you know that Jesus operated in authority in this earth realm? He sure did. I mean, he cast out demons. What? You know, he, he, was, he wasn't concerned about the, the principalities and the powers and, and those spiritual wickedness in high places. Yeah, he recognized they were there, but he, he did not submit to them. He did not succumb. He did not back down to them. So when he saw the sick, he saw the oppressor, he saw the broken heart. He said, uh, you know, the spirit of the Lord is upon me. Why? Because he has anointed me to, to preach the gospel, to, to, to preach deliverance to the captive, to set, set at liberty those that were bound, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. He knew that he had authority over sickness, over disease, over uh, ca- captivity, over bondage. He had authority over it. And guess what? We have that same authority. So if you are allowing sickness to, 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 to depress you, to weigh you down, you have not stepped into your authority. Oh my goodness. If, if there's brokenheartedness, if there's captivity, if you feel like you're in bondage, if you feel like you are being held captive in your present situation, whether it be a, a, a relationship type situation or financial situation or um, dealing with uh, your health and uh, whatever it is, anything dealing with your spirit, soul, and body, you have authority over that. Listen to this. In Mark, the third chapter, 13 to the 15th verse, it says this. This is Jesus. He went up into the mountain and called to him those whom he desired, and they came to him. He ordained 12 to be with him and he and and to be sent out to preach and to have authority to heal sicknesses 
and to cast out demons. Come on now. Anytime there's anything that's evil in this world, there's a demonic force that's behind it. And he, what did he do? Jesus didn't just walk in this earth realm and cast out demons just to say, oh, look at me. No, he did it to demonstrate, demonstration of the power of the spirit. Demonstration, right? So that we can see Okay, this is how you do this thing. You don't back down when sickness comes your way. You don't say, oh, you know, when cancer knocks at your door. No, you don't say, oh, my goodness. Well, I might as well prepare my deathbed. I might as well start preparing my funeral. No, when sickness comes your way, when COVID start knocking on your door, you shouldn't be fretting and being all fearful. You should stand up in the authority. Listen, I, look, I, I think people feel like or think that pastors, leaders, you know, you hear me preaching, preaching, you know, and sharing with you on this podcast. We are not exempt from the enemy trying to attack our bodies, to trying to steal and kill and destroy from us. Okay. But, but one of the things you have to recognize is it may seem like we have, you know, victory in all this area and that we don't have no problems. No, we deal with problems, but we have learned and we're continuing to learn how to master the authority that God has given us to put in check, to put the enemy in check. So yeah, COVID comes knocking at our door. Yeah, COVID has knocked at our door, but did we bow down to it? No, we can't, we stood up against it. The word of God, we 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 snatched out, you know, from from the enemy what he was trying to steal from us, t- trying to st- uh, touch our children and 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 our grandchildren and 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 our family members. No, you, we 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 didn't stand for it. We didn't say, "Oh, here it comes." Oh, now we just have to weather the storm. No, we didn't weather the storm. Just like Jesus said, He spoke to it. You speak to it and you command it to cease and to stop and you don't back down until it stops. But that was authority that Jesus took. And that same authority is what he gave to us. So it says, it says that he ordained 12 to be with them and to be sent out to preach and to have authority. He ordained them. So it wasn't just the 12 because the 12, that that was just where it started. So we are his disciples. We are, we are, we are his disciples. So it's been given unto us the authority to heal the sick and to cast out demons. In Luke 10, 19, it says, Behold, I give unto you power, that's authoritative power, to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. Listen, if 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 you're not sure of the authority that you have, if if you if 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 you don't think that you that you're worthy of the authority or the power that you have or that it's been given to you, then then you're not going to be able to tread on when the enemy comes in like a serpent to try to slither in, when when trouble comes slithering in like a serpent, when the scorpion comes and tries to to bite you and and try to uh to to deliver to you a a death sentence to you. No, you know, we've been given all power. It says, it says, and over all the power of the enemy. So serpents and scorpions is just a it's just two types of power that the enemy has. But then it goes to say, it says we can tread over the serpents and scorpions, but then it says, and over all 
Come on, if you know me, you know I'm going I'm going to ride on that word all because I believe the word of God. It says what it says, it means what it means, it is what it is. The word says it, that settles it. So that means if it says all, that means any type of power, any type of thing that may try to rear its head and and, and try to gain power over our lives, we have authority over that. Wow. So that means that we have to renew our minds to recognize, no, it's not something that we're trying to obtain. We're not some sick, weak, cowardly, jellyback Christians. No, we are mighty men, mighty women of God. We, 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 we stand in the authority, the ultimate authority that's in this earth realm. Yeah, I know we have uh, authority figures, you know, that, that, that we ha- govern our lives within this earth realm. But t- let me tell you something, the authority that we've been given has authority even over that. Now, just like Jesus, he was obedient to s- submit to, to the authority that was in this earth realm, but not that evil demonic authority, not that evil demonic power. So yeah, as a human being, yeah. So there's governmental authority that we submit to. Yeah, there's, you know, so we pay taxes. Guess what? Jesus paid his taxes too. So yeah, that's a cue. Pay your taxes. Okay. (laughs) Glory to God. But listen, we have authority. We have authority. And listen, when this this word was speaking spoken over my life uh, a few years ago, and I was like, "Well, I thought I was operating in power, but I had to really examine that thing, and I had to really meditate, and I'm continuing to meditate on it because I'm allowing the Word of God to search me out because that's what the Word of God says. The Word says in Hebrews four twelve it says that the Word of God is quick and it's powerful, and it's sharper than any two-edged sword. It's able to separate bone from marrow, and, 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 and it's able to go into to our soulish part and separate that thing. Listen, as I'm ministering the word, and I'm ministering about this power, it would behoove us to allow that word uh, access to be able to do that, to arrest us in areas where we're not operating in the authority like we should, when we're not taking the authority in our households as we should, that we shouldn't just allow the enemy to run rampant in our house, to run rampant in our bodies, that we shouldn't just lay down and say, okay, well, here it comes. Let me just, let me just take a licking. No, I ain't taking no licking. No, I'm going to put the enemy in his place. Glory to God. So that Authority power is the right to act in power. It's it's been given to you. You have the right to take this power over the enemy. And so it includes authority and jurisdiction. You know, the, the uh, our bishop ministered and has released a prophetic word years ago for our church, pursuing, advancing, and taking territory. That's authority. That 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 you know, it's other types of power, is that reigning uh dominion power. Um, but when you pursue something, uh, you, you pursue it with your ability, but you pursue it with that dunamis power, that, 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 that dynamo power, that power that's like, okay, I'm taking over. And, and because you have authority, you have the right to do that. You have the right to go into your house or you have the right, even in your community, wherever you are to, to take authority over the airs that you don't have to succumb to principalities and powers and spiritual wickedness in high places. No, it's 
it's, it's not cute to say, oh, well, you know that that that's a stronghold over here and there's a stronghold over there and the devil got that area uh, that, you know, that that that, you know, particular uh, arena, you know, uh, on lockdown. No, that that what kind of testimony is that for us as a Christian to just go ahead and give way to to say the enemy's got that area? No. So if you have in your household, your neighborhood, even in your church, if there's areas and situations in your in your church that may be leadership or whatever it may be, no, we take authority over it. And, 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 and so that authority is that spiritual authority. And once we, once we take that spiritual authority, then God is able to, to allow that to manifest in the earth realm. And you'll see how God will lead us and guide us and direct us to do whatever needs to be done. So that authoritative power over the enemy, not over each other, over the enemy, over the wicked one, over the demonic powers of the enemy. That's the authority that we have over each other. So we can't go around trying to make somebody do something. No, speak to the spiritual, the spiritual, the supernatural. We are supernatural beings. We can't operate in the natural. So when we go and try to make people and take authority over people, then we're operating in the flesh. But when we take authority over that spirit realm, then then the, then the, the natural realm has to succumb. That natural has to line up glory to God. So we have that authoritative power to possess, hallelujah, and to take over glory to God. So we need to walk in that power that um, to, to rule and to, to reign over the enemy, okay? Then the next type of power is uh, power uh, of, of miracles, miracles to, to work miracles. Okay. And so in Acts 4, 32 through 33, listen to this. All the believers were of one heart. Our bishop ministered about unity of one heart and one soul. And no one said that what he possessed was his own. So everybody was on one accord. That's, that's the epitome of being on one accord. So, 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 so you want to know how you can find out if you're not operating in discord is to use this as litmus test. Do you have the same heart? Do you have the same soul? Um, everyone's saying the same thing and no one hoarding or taking what, what, what they feel like belongs to them or what belongs to them, you know, and, and, and keeping it to themselves. So that's the epitome of being on one accord. Otherwise, you're operating and flowing in discord. It is what it is, right? But it says this, all the believers were of one heart and of one soul, and no one said that what he possessed was his own. But to them, all things were common, according to the word of God. Not common as lowly or normal, but common as in they, they had, they had a, a unity. They had a, 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 a similarity where they flowed in the same way. So with great power, the apostles testified to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus and great grace was on them all. And so this great grace was the ability. I mean, if you go on in that scripture, it, uh, that particular chapter, it talks about how people were set free, 
how people, there was no one lacking. I mean, you know, because everybody was on one accord. We look, we're looking at everybody was flowing and prospering. The church increased and added to. And that was that miraculous power that went beyond the natural type of thing where where when unity sets in, that it's a, a power that's released that goes beyond you know, natural ability. And so it means miraculous power. It means might and great force. I mean, you can't explain it. I mean, we're looking at miraculous uh, things that are happening in our ministry where, you know, people, um, you know, having testimonies of healing, testimonies of debt freedom. These are miraculous things. So this is the power that's being released. That's miraculous. That's beyond the norm. When you look at everyday life of people, it's, it's out of the norm, okay? And, and, and now what's beginning to happen because as we become more fixed on having that same heart, that same soul where our souls are cleansed, from from just soul wounds and we we got clear conscience and, and we're operating in a, out of a pure heart and um we're on one accord and, and, and we're looking out for one another, then that miraculous power begins to happen. And what happens? It's like wildfire. It's like this person gets out of debt and that person gets out of debt and this house gets paid off and that gets paid off and they get this promotion and it's just popping up everywhere. And it's like, why is it just happening to this one set of people? It's because the things that they have in common is that missing ingredients to tap into that miraculous power. And I'm here to tell you that now more than ever so, before. Oh my God, let me prophesy to you now more so than ever before that miraculous power. It is just waiting, waiting for the, uh, for the manifestations of the son of God, waiting for the, the, the sons and the daughters of God to say, I'm going to line up. I'm going to get on one accord with my brothers and my sisters. Cause look, if you think you're going to do this by yourself, uh-uh, it's not happening because God don't make us an island. Hallelujah. He brings us together as a body, as a unit, glory to God. And every joint supplies glory to God. So you can't just supply on your own. And I just can't just be an eye and, and survive on its own. No, the, the eye needs the body. The foot needs the body. The head needs the body. The toes, the, the every part of the anatomy of the body needs to be operating and flowing for the for the body to go in that one direction of walking and and miracles and signs and wonders. I'm here to tell you, it's waiting for your household. It's waiting to hit your household. So line up, line up, okay? Some things you may not understand, but you know it's from God. Line up to it. Glory to God. Hallelujah. So, so it's, 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 it has the ability uh, uh, to, to bring great force to, you know, when, you know, I think about when things were hard, Okay. And, um, like when Jesus, you know, was with the disciples, he came in and Peter and the disciples were out fishing and they were toiling. Okay. They were by trade. Their ability was that they were, um, fishermen. So this is what they do. This is what they make their living in. This is what they get up in the morning, early in the morning and come in late at night. This is what they did. But Jesus comes along and he's finding that, okay, Peter tells him we've been we've been fishing all night long and we 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 caught nothing. And so here comes Jesus and he's demonstrating in a powerful way a miracle that 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 as they get on one accord that 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 they can get uh, 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 an abundance. And so, so much so that that their boats began to fill over and they had to beckon their partners. <laughs> 
It was contagious, glory to God, beckoned their partners to, to get some of the fish that they had, had gathered. But that was a miraculous uh, occurrence. And that's what's happening um, in now modern day time where, 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 where now we're having to beg. We got so much going on, so much abundance, so, so much increase, so much favor that we're now having to beckon our partners where, where there's businesses that, that, that they can't just operate just, uh, you know, just with a few people now. Now they're having to beckon partners and those, you know, that they're reaching out to to say, come on, join with me. Come on, come on, become a part of me. Come, come on, come on, help me with this. Come on, do Let's get together with this. Let's do this. And now it's an explosion of miraculous things that are happening because it's gone beyond our own might, our own power is God's hand is on it. Ooh, glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God's hand is on it. Hallelujah. Two more. Look, the reigning power. Hallelujah. Ephesians 6, 10 says, Finally, my brothers, be strong in the Lord and then the power of his might. That's reigning power. And then that sixth chapter talks about the armor of God and how we're covered from the top of our heads to the soles of our feet. So we have what we need. Hallelujah. We got the whole armor. So we have the ability to, 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 to reign. That means that means to take, 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 take over to reign, you know, reigning, you know, not just, you know, you're here and there. No, it's, it's a con- constant. It's a, a consistency. Okay. And first Peter five, 10 to 11, it says, but after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called us to his eternal glory through Christ Jesus will restore. And this is what he's doing now in our lives. Support. Hallelujah. Strengthen and establish you. Why? To him be glory and dominion forever and ever. So that this so so all of these things he's unleashing. This is a part of us reigning in the earth realm that we're being restored, glory to God. Marriages are being restored. Hallelujah. You better listen to me. Marriages are being restored. Start operating in that 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 ability, that 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 authority, glory to God. And that reigning, hallelujah, that you'll be able to reign in your marriage. So restoring restoration and and relationships, he's restoring it. Don't you lose heart. I'm telling you, don't you lose heart. He's, he's bringing about restoration. Glory to God. Your child going away with, he's bringing about restoration. That's all within his power, his power of you reigning. So don't settle for what you see. We don't walk by what we see. We go by what God has told us. And this is what he's doing. He's restoring. He's bringing support. He's coming to our aid. Glory to God. And then he's strengthening us that we don't go weary and well-doing. He's strengthening us that, 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 He's going beyond our might and our ability. He's strengthening. And then he's establishing us. Oh God, when you establish, when you establish, you, when you are established, you are fixed. You're not going nowhere. You're not moving from where God has set your feet at. You, you, you're not going to waver. You, you, the winds are going to come. The winds are going to blow. Things are going to come your way, but you're not going to go under glory to God. And this is what happens in reigning power. It doesn't make sense to the, the, the world, the people that know you, that may not love God like you love God and serve God like you serve God. They're going to be looking at you, scratching their head because they're wondering why you, why you haven't lost your mind, why you haven't gone under, why, why you haven't you know, fell, fell by the wayside because of all the things that, that they know and they see that have come your way. But because God has come to your aid, because God has restored you with a miraculous power, it only will confound the wise. 
It will make them scratch their head and then cause them to say, okay, now there's something here. There's, there's something that this person has. There's something that I don't have that I need what they got. Glory to God. Look, the word of God says in eight, Romans 8, 38, it says, I am persuaded that neither death nor life nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come. So be able to separate us from the love of God. Do you know God's love is another source of his power? Oh my goodness. I could camp out there too, right? All right. Revelations 5.10 says this, and have made unto us, unto our God, has made us unto our God, kings, and priests, and we shall reign in heaven? No, get your Bible. Revelations 5.10 says, and we shall reign on the earth. We shall reign on the earth. So he's made unto us. When you're a king, when you're a priest, you reign in. You, you, you are reigning, glory to God. So you are, have been lifted up to that, uh, 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 to that status. So this power is effective power. It is a dominion power. It's a power that's working uh, in, in such a, 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 a miraculous way, okay? So, so I talked, so that sets four, four powers. The, the power of ability, the power of authority, the power of miracles, and the power of reigning. So we have the reigning power on the end, and that's dominion. That's when you take over. Look, that's the same power that God talked about in Genesis uh, when he said, I, I created this, and now I give you dominion. So that's the original power that we start. And I know that Adam and Eve, they slip and sin came into the world. Look, we ain't trying to get back to that. We, we are already back to that. You got to recognize the enemy's been lying to you. We're not toiling to get that back. It's already been given back to us. Why? Because Jesus said, behold, I have all power in my hand. <laughs> that's authoritative power. That's ability power. That's miraculous power. That is dominion power. And guess what he did? He has given it unto us. He has given it all to us. We have that power. So I say to you, as, 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 as you want to move forward in your life, if you're tired of just, you know, spinning your wheels, you feel like you're in a stagnant place, I'm here to tell you, you're sitting on a gold mine. I'm here to tell you that it's, your life is not on hold because of somebody else. Your life is on hold because you have not tapped into the power that you have access to. You, you, you're depending on somebody else to, to make a way to, 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 to open up doors for you. When all you have to recognize is, 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 is the power is within. It's already, already within. You got to recognize what you already have on the inside of you. And I encourage you, look, the only way you you gonna get fixed in this is you gotta sleep, eat, and breathe this. Listen, I I have these scriptures rolling in my spirit, uh, you know, because I'm like, okay, you know, it's not gonna be every now and then. It's no, it's gonna be a, it's a consistency of the power being released in my life, a consistency of of, of ability, 
beyond my ability, a consistency of of reigning, glory to God, of of dominating, right? So you go on your job and you dominate. You don't have to go around acting like, you know, you truly John the Baptist and you you got lamb's wool on and, 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 and your hair all over your head. No, no, you don't have to pave the way that way, but you pave the way by by yielding to the power of the Holy Ghost that he can lead you, he can guide you to to show you how to be a witness. Sometimes he may lead you to go and share with somebody, share your testimony, or just to befriend somebody, to encourage them, to, to uplift them. And that is a, a avenue by which God can come in and release that power, that miraculous power. Look, you know, you have co- coworkers that ask you to pray for you, pray for them all the time. So when are you going to actually release that miraculous power and stop saying, okay, yeah, I'll pray for you. And then you forget. Mm, I know we, I've been there too, you know, but we have to be intentional about everything we do. We have to be intentional about releasing this power on the inside of us. But listen, in the meantime, take this, listen to it over and over again, because this is you, this is you. So you got to see yourself working in signs and wonders and miracles. This is, you know, this, this is the day where it's now, it's, the, it's our greatest hour. It's time for us to show up and to show out under the power and the anointing of the Holy Ghost. All right. So I say to you, more power to you, but really allow the power to work through you. I know this has been a blessing to you. Come on now, share it with somebody else. Don't you hog this word. You know it's good. Share it with somebody else. Comment, let me know how this word is being a blessing to you and then like it and then listen so that you won't forget when the next podcast comes along. Subscribe so you can get that dinger, that ring, that bell that says, look, the next the next one is up. It's ready. Come on, partake. Come on, get it. And so, um, so I pray this has been a blessing to you. God bless you, and I'll see you next time. This has been another episode of Changing Lives. Be sure to subscribe to stay updated on new episodes. Also, find us on the web at mountgileadfgim.org. And follow us on Instagram at mountgileadfgim.org.